Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I remember when I finally came to all of the truth of the Catholic Church. After researching and trying to debunk some of these things, the rules, if you will, in the early part of my journey, and when I came to the fact and the realization looking at my life that I got to change everything, I honestly walked right up to my bathroom mirror. I stared at the reflection in that mirror, my face looking right back at me. And I said out loud, oh my gosh, what are you going to do? You have to change everything about your life. Not just what you say, but what you do what you think, everything about how you live has got to be changed. How in the world are you going to do this? And I did try to do it. I tried to do it all on my own. I did not have a prayer life. I did not have a relationship with God at this point in my journey. I was just going to mass every Sunday, checking off the box. And yet I was deep into understanding and learning about the faith and accepting the truth that God was leading me to. But I kept falling, and I kept falling, and I kept falling, and I kept going back to confession. What a godsend confession was for me. It was doing two things. Number one, it was making me go to God. God knows my sins. I'm not telling him anything he doesn't know. And the priest on the other side, who is being Jesus, in persona Christi is what we call it, doesn't care what I'm saying. I mean, of course he does. He wants me to be, you know, holier and a better person. But it's not like this guy back there hasn't heard it all before. Confession is for me. It's for me to hear what I have done out loud. And over and over and over again, saying those words, feeling the regret and the shame, and honestly wanting to stop. And I'll be really frank with you all, because there were times when I walked out of there after the priest absolved me of my sins, basically Jesus saying, it's okay, go try again. I felt in my heart, I'm probably going to fall into this sin again. So reflections are not just in the mirror. 
Reflections are something that we should be doing all day, every day. Reflecting on why did we say what we said? Why did we do what we did? How can I learn from this in my life so that I don't fall into this temptation? What tools do I have available to me, resources in my life to help me from falling back into sin and being someone that I know I shouldn't be, striving to become holier? And today's readings was kind of all about that. If I look here, the best thing that stuck out to me was this. The verse before the gospel, Ezekiel 18 through 31, cast away from you all the crimes you have committed, says the Lord, and make for yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Sorry, I think it's 18 and 31, not all the way through. What does that mean? Well, you know, if you're listening to this podcast on a regular basis, I have been praying for a clean, pure heart. Because I know one that is contrite and humbled, God will not spurn. So I have an action in this sanctifying grace partnership with God. I can't just say, okay, God, go ahead, (laughs) lay the graces on me, make me holier, make me better, make me more loving. I have to participate in this. I have to take that time and pray. I have to take the time and understand, okay, wait, I can beat this temptation. I can deliver evil out of my life. I can control this body that has mastered me my entire life. I can do this with God's help, of course. But if we don't reflect and we don't look at what's happening in our lives, to make us act in these ways, to make us think in these ways and learn from them and apply new ways to approach these things. It's like that sanity, insanity saying, right? Just keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. It's not always easy to reflect on your life, but when you get into that practice which is what prayer is. Prayer is a practice of reflecting on how did I live my day? And while you're living your day, what are you learning as you are going through your day? So for example, fasting. Let's just take fasting. Here we are in the middle of Lenten season. I know people will listen to this all throughout the year, but we should be fasting throughout the year. We should be controlling our bodily urges. The saints had fasting and bodily mortification as part of their daily lives. And they offered it up in love of God. They had joy in their suffering because they knew darn well, they weren't only sanctifying themselves through their suffering, they were helping to save souls. And when you realize that fasting and suffering and sacrifices can be redemptive, For those people in your family, for those who are the biggest sinners, maybe, just maybe, 
your rosaries and your prayers and your fasting were the things that saved me. I always say thank you for your rosaries to those devout Catholics that have been out there praying for years because those in most need of thy mercy was me. I was a heathen. I was horrible. I was a hedonistic, pleasure-seeking, just self-centered person. And that has changed so much. I look back on my life and I think, wow, God, how much you have taught me through other people, through the scripture, through the faith that you've bestowed on me, through conferences, through learning, through prayer. This is your life, your life with God. And it's all about your participation. It's true. You get out of it what you put into it. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh yeah, I won't pray today because I have all these other things on my list. God knows where you're putting him in your priorities. And then when you cry out because you fell, I mean, come on, we can't keep going to God when we just need something from him. We need to be going to God all day, every day and learning God, why did I have that cake, <laughs> that whole cake, instead of enjoying that one piece? Because if you really think about it, and again, reflect about it, the cake doesn't taste any better after that one piece. As a matter of fact, it may even taste worse, right? It, you start getting sick, it's too rich, you start getting full, you feel gross. That is the difference between enjoying what this life has to offer and constraining ourselves from going overboard in the world of fasting. We have the capability and we have the ability to reflect on why do we do things. And the more your eyes are opened as you go through that reflection, the next time you're going to look at that big cake and if you reflected on how you felt and didn't just blow through it, eat the whole thing and go on with your life and not realize, oh, God, I felt disgusting after that. That's what happened to me when I fell off the wagon of my Lenten fast and I had some Oreos and some chocolate-covered Reese's things. I had to sit down and say, okay, how am I feeling about that right now? And I didn't have this guilt. I think I'm over the guilt because life happens and we learn. So I'm not going to beat myself up, but I am going to learn from it. I say this all the time. I learn, but I am sometimes a slow learner. <laughs> it may take me a few times to really get what is being said to me or what I'm supposed to take out of this situation or circumstance. But we have to reflect on our lives all the time at a minimum every day. And if you are like me, and you don't necessarily do your examination of conscience at night, which is basically praying to God and saying, okay, Lord, here's how my day went. It doesn't take very long. And you'll find that you can whip through your day pretty fast. And I usually do it the next morning when I wake up because that's part of my act of contrition and my act of gratitude towards God. 
And last night, I waited to pray my 54-day novena, which is all the rosaries and my St. Bridget prayers until almost right before bed. And that is not a good decision for me. Yes, I went through it. I prayed through it, but I know because I was laying down, I had the candle going. It was right before I was going to go to bed. I know I dozed off throughout it. Even though I would come back to, I was not fully meditating and praying. I was checking it off because I had to get it in because I had to pray them that day. And I waited. I actually decided I was going to do it probably around the lunchtime and then other stuff got in the way. And before you knew it, at least God put it in my heart like, hey, you haven't prayed your daily prayers. And that's about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes worth of prayers. So I was like, oh my gosh, and I am not I am not a late nighter, and praying at night is hard for me. This is why I always start my day with prayer, and I want to have those prayers done early in the day because I am not good at night. So when I reflected this morning, I brought that to God. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I know this about myself, so I will make sure that I don't do this again. <laughs> this is what it's all about, reflecting. So today... As you go through your day, and even the moment that you make that bad decision, you say that snide remark, you eat that food that you weren't supposed to eat, or whatever the case may be, stop for a moment. It's the best to do it right at that moment and say, why did I do that? What is going on with me right now? Am I so anxious and so worried about something and I haven't given it to God? Is that why I snapped at that person? Did I not pray this morning and not root myself in the love of God and joy for people in this world and that's why I'm a little irritable today? Did I not, whatever the case may be, right? Did I just listen to my body and grab that chocolate bar before I knew it and realized, whoops, I gave up chocolate for Lent and just listened to my body's immediate urges and not tried to assess whether or not I should be listening to my body? I think a lot of us fall into this trap. We just begin to live, and that's where the reflecting comes into play, to identify why, why did I do that right now? And sometimes you can do it the next day, but if you get into that habit of reflecting during that particular day, you're going to be tapped into understanding more. God's going to speak to you more. And you're going to start saying, okay, what can I do to avoid that in the future? What tools, what resources? Maybe you need a deliverance prayer. Maybe you need a, a plan when you're staring that cake in the face and it's screaming out your name and your body, every muscle in your body is saying, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. Don't just eat one piece, eat the whole thing. <laughs> you know, that happens. So what do you do? You pull back, you pause, you wait. You pray, you say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for me, a sinner, now and at the hour of my death. Mary, please wrap me in your mantle. Step on Satan's head right now. Help me call on your son, Jesus, to give me the strength and the willpower 
to walk away from this cake. This cake means nothing to me. This cake does not rule me. I rule this body with God, and I'm going to treat it like the holy temple. And hey, if cake is okay and you want to have cake, then have one piece and love every bite. Give every morsel, every sweetness, every pleasure. Offer that up to God. God, I am loving this cake. I'm loving this cake. By the way, St. Teresa of Lisieux did this. <laughs> Someone, one of her sisters was looking at her like, hey, you shouldn't be eating that. She's like, oh, I'm offering it to God. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling him I love him every bite. So it's not that we can't have these things. We just shouldn't overdo it, right? The devil loves extremes, loves it when you can't control yourself, but hates control and moderation. That's why self-control is a beautiful fruit, right? It comes from temperance, but we have to work on it, exercise it, and call out and reflect on how we can best control ourselves. Well, this is a long one, y'all. Sorry about that, but I love you. Go reflect today, all day, every day. This is what Lent's about, learning, growing. This is what life is about. But Lent in particular is the lengthening of days. Lent is also, an English root of springtime renewal, we are to be renewing ourselves. It's no coincidence that it's this time of the year that we are sacrificing so that when spring comes and all of the new life comes out, we are different people. All right, everyone, I love you all. Go be the light. Go reflect that light to others and yourself. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a blessed and inspired day.